Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I'm so excited for today's episode because I have a message that is just stirring on my heart. I just love the Lord. I love his word. I love that he speaks to us today. And that is a word for somebody that maybe just doesn't understand that or doesn't believe that to know that God does. God does speak to his people. And I know so many people who hear from God in different ways. And I just love that he does speak to us. His word says that his sheep know his voice and another voice they will not follow. And so we can know confidently according to his word that he does speak to his people today. Sometimes that's through other people. Sometimes it's directly to our hearts. There's so many ways that God speaks. He is not a cookie cutter God and we cannot box him in or yeah, or just even box him into our own experiences because he's so much greater. His ways and his thoughts are so much higher than ours. And sometimes that is hard to wrap our minds around, but he is so good and so faithful. And we can always confidently know that anytime he speaks to us, it has to line up with the word of God. So if you feel like the Lord is speaking to you about something and it is contrary to the word of God, you can be confident in knowing that that is not him because his voice will always be backed by his word. He will never contradict his written word. So I just love that he is, he is so good. He is so good. And so I just pray right now for an increase in in your spiritual hearing, whoever is listening to this, that you would begin hearing God at even a greater capacity. If you're someone who already hears him really well, that it, at an even greater capacity will you hear him. And that for those of you who maybe are like, I actually never really even knew that God speaks to people or whatever, that you would begin hearing his voice and you would recognize like, oh, this is the Lord speaking to me. And so sometimes for me, like I literally am like, it sounds like a loud thought is how I would describe it. I've not ever heard the audible voice of God. Maybe someday I will. But sometimes it literally just sounds like a loud thought in my mind that's like left field. Like was not thinking about this, was not like, you know, at all. Like it was just, it's just a thought that enters my mind and I'm like, okay. And then I'll press into the Lord in prayer and just, which is just communicating with God. Prayer does not have to be, you know, this um, big grand over overly religious thing. Like it's just communicating with the creator of the universe, the one who loves you, who is intimately acquainted with you, who has the very best plans for your life. And so just, I will just press into God through prayer and just seeking him and, and okay, God, like, what are you speaking here? And so I just love that he does that. And just a quick example, some of you may have heard this testimony before, but when I was, I was actually just reading through my journal from 2020, I believe it was. And I was reading through my journal and I was reading through the process of me getting my most recent vehicle. And it was just so funny to look back at it because obviously now I'm on the other side of it. And so, you know, hindsight is 2020, but watching the process of God work out this situation with me, because I knew it was time for me to get a new vehicle. Mine was starting to have issues and I just knew it was time to be done with that vehicle and to get something new. And so there were several vehicles that I looked at that I was so excited about in my journal, like, ah, I'm going to like, whatever, look at this car. And I didn't end up with any of them. And the Lord spoke to me, candy apple red. 
three words. A lot of times when God speaks to me, it's just like two or three words, sometimes full sentences, but sometimes it's like just a few words and I'm like, okay. And you know, until he gives me more, I just kind of like, okay, I just ponder those things in my heart. Like Mary did when the Lord spoke and um, well, when the angel spoke to her, she pondered what he had spoken as a messenger from the Lord. But anyway, as I got that word, I was just like, candy apple red car like mm, I don't know because I don't like red cars like whatever so a lot of you know the car I drive now is candy apple red but even after I got that car I was driving around and the Lord's like I told you and I was like okay so it's a red car but it's not like candy apple red okay listen to me arguing with the Lord right and honestly a lot of this is just I love these moments in my life and looking back because these are moments for me really is just like learning to hear the voice of God to know that if he speaks a word it will come to pass that is a guarantee so within like that week I had like three or four people say what shade of red is your car is that like candy apple red really really so I was just like okay Lord (laughs) Okay, God. So uh, it was just it was just funny because like who asks people what shade of red it is just for me. It was just like a moment and just a short season of like really learning to hear God's voice and to trust that when he speaks like things are moving and shifting and it will come to pass. If he says it, he will do it. And so he's just so good and faithful. So my heart today with this podcast is when God says no. That was kind of like my theme that's just been stirring in my heart tonight about when God says no. And that's a perfect example in my own life of of when God says no, because there were like two or three other vehicles that I had looked at and it just wasn't what God had for me. And so just knowing and trusting, I just want to encourage your hearts to know that, to know and trust that when God says no, it is not because he wants to punish you or it's not because he wants to withhold from you. The word says that he withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. So you can be confident if God is saying no to you about something, it is because it's not good for you. And so just in my walk with the Lord. I've been walking with the Lord for how long? 10, 13, 14, 15 years, 16 years almost. And I've just become so confident in his goodness and his character and knowing that if he says no to me about something, it's because he has something better for me. And in the moment when we feel like we're being denied or deprived of something, it's hard because it's like, we think we know what's best and, and, and this is what's right in front of us. And it looks like the best thing for us. But then down the road, when you see his promises fulfilled and you see what he chose to do in place of what you had, your best laid plans are like nothing compared to his. Our best laid plans are nothing compared to his. And when we look back and we see what he chose for us over what we chose for ourselves, we could just, it's just like, oh my gosh, why do I ever not trust you? And I'm going to tell you over the last several months, he has been so insistent, insistently reminding me to not lean on my own understanding. We know the word says to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, to not lean on our own understanding in all of our ways to acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. So there's so many parts to that verse, but to trust him with all of our hearts. So we know the word says to love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we know that love, according to 1 Corinthians 13, it says that love always trusts. So if we love God, we trust him. And sometimes that's hard when, when we think we know what's best or when we don't understand, like, God, what are you doing here? We can just trust that he is always walking hand in hand with us through every season of life every season of life, everything that he is doing um, is for our good. He promises to work everything together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And so I love that we can trust him with all of our heart. And sometimes 
that's not much. Like sometimes we don't have a lot to give, but it doesn't matter because if we give him everything, that's all he wants. And sometimes for some of us, that's not much, but it's okay as long as we are willing to just give him our all. So trust in the Lord with all of our heart to not lean on our own understanding. That's a word for some of you. And it's a reminder for me too to stop trying to figure everything out. I am so good at like when the Lord gives me like a small glimpse of what's ahead for me. I'm really good at like if he shows me a small part of the picture, I will paint the rest of the picture in my mind. I will decide what this is going to look like. I will decide for him like, okay, this is what you're going to do and this is how it's going to play out. This is how it's going to look. And I am like a type A personality. I say I'm like a lowercase a because I don't feel like I feel like I'm pretty laid back too. I have a lot of type B personality traits too, but I can, I'm a very like, okay, X, Y, Z, this is what we need to do. This is, this is where we're at. This is where we're going. And I can tell you the steps in between to get there. Like I'm a visionary through and through. And so it's very easy for me to say, okay, this is where we're at. This is where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. And so for me, sometimes the Lord is like, Hey, scale back, rein it in girlfriend. I showed you a small part of the picture, but you are painting the rest of it in a way that's not even at all how it's going to play out. And so when we really do that, when we commit ourselves to not lean on our own understanding, we're actually sparing ourselves from disappointment because when things don't turn out the way that we thought they would or whatever, like it's so easy to fall into discouragement and disappointment. And so just trusting him. And so for me, I actually went through this like a few months ago of like, having all these plans laid out in my mind and what I thought like my life was going to look like over the next few months. And the Lord really, really just encouraged me because he is a gentleman and he is kind to scale back. So I literally was like, okay, God, I am reeling it in. I feel like there's 20 things in front of me. I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed and I'm anxious, which we know he never caused like God is not the author of confusion. I was feeling confused. He is not authoring anxiety. So um, he's author of peace. He's a prince of peace. And so I knew that I was in my flesh and my carnal mind and just whatever. And so I was like, okay, God, I'm reeling it in. And I'm asking you because your word says if we lack wisdom to ask. And I feel like I'm lacking wisdom on what to do in these next steps in my life. God, show me what my next steps are. And he did so faithfully. There was two things I needed to focus on instead of all those 20 plus things that were going through my mind, two things, do this and do this. He was so faithful to give me the instruction and I was obedient to that. And that's a word too, for some of you, like God is giving instruction, but our failure to be obedient is, is prohibiting us from moving beyond that. And it's so important that when God tells you to do something that you respond in obedience. And sometimes there's a timing on things, of course. So you know, if God is showing you to do something, ask him, like I said in James, where it says, if we lack wisdom to ask, okay, God, this is what you're calling me to do. What's the time timing on it? When am I supposed to do it? But if he tells you to do something immediately, don't hesitate. I love that the word says, I will hasten and not delay to obey the voice of the Lord, to obey the commands of the Lord. And then the word also says, If we love him, we will keep his commands and his commandments are not burdensome. And so when God is calling us to do something, sometimes it feels like a stretch. It's like, oh my Lord, I don't know if I can do this, but guess what? His strength is made perfect in your weakness. And there's a lot of things God will call you to that you cannot do on your own. But guess what? You're never alone in those things. When he calls you to step out into those things, you are not alone. 
And furthermore, he has gone before you in all those things because he exists outside of time. And so he has gone before you. I love, I, this is one prayer I've been praying a lot. I've been saying, thank you, God, that you go before me, that you're my rear guard, that you surround me, you're within me. God, and I trust you. So we, we talked about trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge him. And I kind of been hitting on that. God, this season of life that I'm in, what you are calling me to right now in all of my ways, I want to acknowledge you. I want my schedule to just be surrendered to you. God, what do you want me to do? I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to be putting my efforts and my time and my energy into things that don't matter, to things that don't matter. And I heard a quote the other day. Well, I heard it a long time ago, but I revisited it a few days ago. But it was like, basically talked about like success and how, how like getting to the end of your life and realizing that you did a lot of things that were great, but things that really didn't matter and things that we weren't called to. I cannot remember the exact quote, but it was it was something along those lines, like my greatest fear is succeeding in things that don't really matter. And I think about that, like, God, when I get to the end of my life, I don't want to look back and be like, wow, I spent hours, endless hours on social media, which I love social media. If you know me at all, you know that I love social media. I believe it can be used as a platform for the Lord. I also believe that it can just be uh, draining and it can cause jealousy and confusion and it can it's very worldly too. So I encourage you to filter what you have on your social media and limit your time on there um, for sure. But it can also be used for good. And I know that God has given me a platform on social media to declare his truth and to share my story. And so I will never be someone that is like against social media or say that, you know, you shouldn't be on social media at all. I just think you need to use it with wisdom and discretion, like with anything, but, um, just, yeah, just getting to the end of my life and thinking like, wow, I spent like hours and hours and hours watching TV and, and I didn't use the gifts that you gave me. God, I want, I want to be so surrendered to him and just use and steward my time wisely. And obviously there's times we need to rest. There are times when I will just lay on my couch and put on Amazon prime or, or whatever, and watch a movie or relax. Like I have to be intentional with that because I tend to like to keep busy. I feel like if I'm not producing something, sometimes this is just me confessing to you guys that I feel like sometimes if I'm not producing something, then I'm wasting my time. But the Lord has really ministered to my heart over the last several years, the importance of Sabbath. And so I will take days where I'm like, okay, I'm not producing anything. I'm not writing. I'm not recording podcasts. I'm not doing anything. I'm just filling my cup. I'm just re like, I mean, I'll read that day or I'll just do something mindless where I'm not exerting effort in producing anything. And that's hard for me. It's super hard for me sometimes just to stay in that place of rest for a day. And, um, and there are times when like, Oh, I'll get like ideas and things that I want to do and I'll just write them down, but I'm not going to put any effort into creating uh, with or you know progressing with that project or whatever that day so I encourage you if you're not someone who takes days of rest to be intentional about that is so important and it's biblical so acknowledging him in all of our ways so everything we're doing seeking him setting our mind on things above hearing his voice responding accordingly acknowledging him in all of our ways so the things that we're doing, whether you're parenting, acknowledging him in your parenting. I um, was just on a Facebook Live earlier tonight and really just gave like a word of exhortation to parents that we, you know, we, I say we, I'm not a parent yet, but I will be soon in Jesus' name. At some point, God's timing, I will be a mom in Jesus' name. That's been one of my biggest desires in life has be, been to be a mom. And I know that God put that desire inside of me and he'll bring it to pass. But as parents to, to train up 
our children in the ways of the Lord, to train them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord, to to recognize the word that I gave tonight was to recognize the gifts and the callings inside each kid because they're unique in each child to see what God has planted inside of them and then cultivate that inside of them. Don't let it just stay dormant. Provide opportunities for kids to encounter God at a young age. I have a friend um, who encountered God at a young age and he says, because I encountered God, I encountered the Holy Spirit. I experienced him at a young age. It kept me from straying when I was older because the world has had nothing for me. The world was not enticing to me because I actually encounter God. And it's like Peter, when, when Jesus is like, are you going to turn from me too? Cause all these people were turning away from him. And he's like, where else would I go? And that is like my cry and my prayer for my children even now. And yes, I pray for my kids now, even though I am so single, I'm not in a relationship. I'm, I'm not married. I don't have kids, but I pray for my kids now, God, that they will know you, that they will serve you all the days of their lives, that they will stay on that narrow path, which leads to life. Like I am in faith, declaring and praying things over my children even now. And so that is just something that is important to me and that I encourage you if you are single, like just pray those things in faith because it's building your faith for that to come to pass. And sometimes it's hard when you don't see the fulfillment of that desire anywhere on the horizon. It's hard to stay hopeful. It's very easy. The word says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And so it's very easy to fall into hope deferred. But I know that God has made promises to me for a husband and for children. And so I just choose to trust him now and pray in faith for those things and know that they'll come to pass. Okay, so acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. That's the last part of that scripture. And it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I don't think I said that already, but he will direct your path. And that is such a beautiful promise. The word says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And that's why it's so important to seek him when we get opportunities. And I know I've shared this on other episodes, but I'm going to share it again. The last year, especially for me, this is just a more recent testimony that I want to share. I had a lot of opportunities come my way, a lot of really good opportunities. And I'm so thankful that God has been training me to seek him, to know that every opportunity even every good opportunity is not necessarily a God opportunity. And so I was asked to do several like cool things, like to coordinate a youth ministry in my county um, for several churches to be like that center youth group, which my heart, I love youth. I love people. Like God was really showing me that a few years ago. Cause I was like, God, I'm kind of confused. Cause like, I thought I was called the women's ministry and now I'm doing youth ministry again. And like, I'm kind of been bouncing back and forth. And God was like, you're called to people. And I'm like, yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. So love youth, have a passion for youth ministry. And so uh, that was just a really good opportunity. And it just, it made sense. Like, I just thought it would be, it would just be really cool. And as I sought the Lord, he's like, that's not for you. And I'm like, okay. And then I was contacted by another church to head up their children's ministry. Same thing. I was asked to uh, do some secretary work at my church. There's just been a, there's been like several big kind of things, opportunities. And I just know that if I choose to say yes to things that are not what God's calling me to, there will not be a grace on it. And also it's keeping other people from fulfilling those roles that were not meant for me. They were designed for them. And sometimes the most obvious answer or what seems right, it's like, oh, Janice is really good with youth. She should do this. And it's it's an honor and a privilege and a, and, a, and it's flattering to be you know, recommended or thought of for those things. But the reality is sometimes maybe our first like, oh, this would make sense isn't 
what God's design is. And so I encourage you to trust the Lord when he does say no, that he has someone else for that or that it's just not for you, but just to really trust him with all of your heart and to know that his plans for you are always good. He is so faithful. He is always for you and to know his heart. And the more I just fall in love with him, the more I know him, the more I read and apply his word to my life, the more I just walk in, the longer I walk in relationship with him, like I just really have come to trust him fully and to know that he is always, always, always having my best interest in mind. And so if he says, no, I choose to trust him. And sometimes that's hard, especially when we have our heart set on something or we just have something that we're really desiring to come to pass. And and he's like saying, no, sometimes it's hard not to just kick your feet or lay down and kick your feet like a child having a temper tantrum. But man, even if you're in that place, God is so faithful and he's just like, you'll understand one day. You'll understand one day why I said no. And so I choose to trust him. It's gotten a little easier for me over the years when he says no to be like, okay, that means something better is on the horizon. And just keeping that like hopeful heart, keeping my heart filled with hope and expectation and um, just continuing to trust him to trust him in everything. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys and end this episode. I believe that I have said everything he has put on my heart to say. Praise God. He is so good and so faithful. I encourage you guys to reach out to me. If you have prayer requests, I would love to hear your feedback on these episodes. I love, it is so encouraging for me as someone who is recording podcasts to hear what God speaks to you and what he shows you in these episodes. I definitely do not get on here just to record. (laughs) There's so many other things I could be doing, but I really feel like this is a call on my life to do this, to encourage your hearts in the Lord, to encourage you to fall in love with his presence, to fall in love with his word. And so that is my heart. That is the reason I do this because it is what he has called me to in this season of my life. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to speak into your lives, to speak into your heart. It is something that I don't take lightly and that I really, I I know that there's a weightiness and everything that I do when I'm speaking over people, I'm accountable for what I speak. And so it's something that I just want you to know that I don't take lightly. And I do count it as an honor to be able to share his word, to share my heart with you guys. And so I just pray this episode blessed you and inspires you and encourages you. Uh, because he is so faithful and he is forever for you. So Father God, I thank you so much for this episode. God, I do pray that this episode would draw people closer to your heart. God, that we would just fall more in love with your presence, that we would fall more in love with your word. God, I thank you for what you are doing in this season of our lives. God, I declare in the name of Jesus that every person listening to this podcast will hear you clearly, that they will know when you are saying no, and they will trust the no, God, because it means that you have something different and something better for them. And so I pray that we would live our lives from a place of complete surrender and obedience to you, God. I say, have your way in our lives, just like the Lord's Prayer says, God, that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I declare the full manifestation of the perfect will of God over every single person who will listen to this episode. God, I pray that they will not sway to the right or to the left, that they will stay on that narrow path. God, I thank you that your word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. God, it shows us where we're standing and where we're going. So I just declare fruitfulness in our lives, God. I thank you for what you are doing in this new season for so many people. God, I thank you that you've gone before us in all things, God, that you surround us, that you're a rear guard, you're within us, God, and you are everything 
to us, God. You are merciful. You are compassionate. You are loving. You are kind. You are good. And I just declare over anybody listening to this podcast who has a misconception of who you are, God, I pray that you would straighten that out. God, that they would really understand your character and who you are, God, because you are good and you are love. I just thank you for everything that you are doing, everything that you're yet to do. In Jesus' name, amen.